Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tenderness see? Who through life has been my guide? are in this and here we see in chapter 4 another beautiful picture and type. I mentioned this briefly last week. Um, we had a closer relative who failed us. He was not able to redeem us. His name was Adam. We had a closer kinsman but he failed. He might have been willing but he was not able. He didn't qualify. But the last Adam, which is what the scripture calls Jesus, the last Adam, the second Adam, the next relative in line he is the one who redeemed us. 1 Corinthians 15, 45 says this, And so it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. In his flesh he was alive. But look at this, the last Adam became a life-giving spirit. It's through Christ we find, we find eternal life. And in the same way in this chapter, we know in the flesh, the first kinsman, he couldn't redeem this Gentile bride. But a bigger, more powerful thing is happening here. A prophetic spiritual union was about to be made. God's divine providence, as I spoke about, is working in all of this natural course of history. It's working even in the natural, even though it's spiritual. And this kinsman and his Gentile bride, we're going to see this beautiful spiritual connection that's going to happen. And the second, the last kinsman, was willing and able. Boaz is willing and able. The first was willing but not able. He faltered in redeeming this Gentile bride. But the last kinsman was not only willing, he was able, just as our kinsman is willing and able, and he's qualified. I talked about the four different areas of the kinsman-redeemer last week. I won't go back into that. But we know that he was to redeem the family, to raise up a family of his own through this woman, through the widow. And we see this beautiful picture with Boaz redeeming and taking this Gentile bride and we saw this strange law in Deuteronomy 25. It's strange to us, but how they would solve a matter. If someone was unwilling or unable to be the kinsman, then we know that the woman was to go up and spit in his face, <laughs> okay? Take his sandal. He was to give her his sandal. And then he would have the reputation in all of Israel from that day forward of having his sandal removed. And again, to us it sounds silly and strange. But this meant he was unwilling, unable, or... Um, disqualified to be the kinsman redeemer and it wasn't a reputation you wanted at Israel because they took this very serious but I want us to notice something else another parallel here Ruth could not redeem herself Ruth was an outsider this didn't apply to her Boaz had to do it on her behalf he had to go up to the city gates he had to go to the legal proceeding he had to go through these measures and these things to protect her but also because she was not able he had to do it for her. And in the same way, our kinsman redeemer did the same thing for you and I. He went to the cross. He took up us as an inheritance to raise up a family. And we went from darkness to light. We went from outcasts to sons and daughters. Think about that for a second. And look at how we see this done officially in our chapter, verses 7 through 9. 
Now this was the custom in former times in Israel concerning redeeming and exchanging. To confirm anything, one man took off his sandal and gave it to the other. And this was a confirmation in Israel. Therefore the close relative said to Boaz, buy it for yourself. So he took off his sandal and Boaz said to the elders and all the people, you are witnesses this day that I have bought all that was Elimelech's and all that was Kilion's and Malhan's from the hand of Naomi. So Boaz wanted to make sure he did this legally and publicly. And I just want you to think about how our Lord went to the cross. He did it legally and publicly. Our kinsman redeemer went to the cross willingly, despising the shame. He went to it willingly. He did it publicly under the laws of the land. We know he fulfilled the law, but he did it publicly and willingly. What a beautiful thing. Boaz did all these things under the law, and so did our kinsmen. And then we see this beautiful picture in the same way in verse 10. This kinsman also acquires this Gentile bride. Moreover, it says, Ruth the Moabitess, the widow of Malhan, I have acquired as my wife to perpetuate the name of the dead through his inheritance, that the name of the dead may not be cut off from among his brethren and from his position at the gate. You are witnesses this day. And I love this. I absolutely love that where it says to perpetuate the name of the dead through his inheritance. This is exactly what our kinsman redeemer, our Boaz, the one greater than Boaz did. This is what the Lord did for you and me. Back in 1 Corinthians 15 again, we read in verse 20 through 22. But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by one man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. Do you understand? In Adam we were dead. We were dead. Dead in our sins. We had no hope. And Adam couldn't redeem us. He, even if he wanted to, he didn't qualify. He was not able. We were dead in our transformation. Uh, transgressions. But Christ, through all of this, through the death on the cross, publicly and legally, his death on the cross, he paid the price for you and me. That's the ransom. His blood paid the price. Understand, the last thing Christ said on the cross, te telestai. It is finished. That's how we, how we translate it. But it's an accounting term. It's an accounting term that literally means all accounts paid for. That's what it means. He paid the price of our redemption. Our kinsman, our Boaz, the one greater than Boaz, did it publicly. He did it legally. He did it willingly. And he paid our price. Because our first, our closest relative couldn't redeem us. He failed. But Christ redeemed us. And know this, just like Ruth, we can't save ourselves. We couldn't redeem ourselves. I love what Pastor John Corson said. He, he wrote this. It is only when you stop trying to earn your salvation and merit brownie points with God in your Christian walk that you are free. Once you realize your rules and regulations, joining the right clubs, working on the right committees, and being nice to your dog and cat will not redeem you. You look to your greater than Boaz. You look to Jesus Christ. You see, it's not what you're doing that counts. It's what he has done that matters. Look, whoever it is in this room, maybe it's all of us, I don't know. If you are now trying to earn it, just stop. You can't earn it. He did it all. He is your redeemer. He's your kinsman. He is the only one qualified. We can't earn salvation. And even after salvation, the works we do are for love. 
we do those things, the will of God, we align our lives with the will of God so that we can be used by him because we love him, because he redeemed us, because he was willing and able, because he loved us enough to go to that cross. This is such a beautiful and profound picture in all of this. Boaz, in this story, he was qualified. And since the nearest kinsman could not redeem, Boaz redeemed because he could. He qualified. He was willing and able. And in the same way, your Lord is willing and able. If you don't know the Lord today, if you've been playing games with the Lord, today is the day to understand. You can be like in Ruth chapter 3, we looked at this. Ruth had to go in and lay at the feet of Boaz and ask for his covering. That is how you develop a relationship with the Lord. You and I have to ask for the covering of God. We have to ask to be born again. We have to ask the Lord to come into our lives, to receive the free gift that he offers to be redeemed. And this is a beautiful picture in all of this. And so I would just challenge you today, if you've been holding out, if you're here today, and let's say you're not a believer, and let's say you, you know, you've just been playing the religious games, understand, no matter how good you are, you're not going to heaven without redemption, without being born again. And I wanted to raise that today because this story is so beautiful. Our Lord, he is willing and able, even today, to redeem you. And like I said, he's preparing a place for everyone that is part of his bride. Every one of us who love him and are called by his name, all of us who are his, who he's redeemed, one day we're going to leave this place. And even if the rapture doesn't happen before we die, every single person in this room has an individual rapture. We're all going to face the Lord someday. And this was heavy on my heart today also. If you found yourself sliding backwards, if you found yourself not living for the Lord, if you've been playing the game, the religious game, and you know you're not right with your God, get your antenna tuned. Get, get it tuned to Him. Study His Word, yes, but dive into it like never before. Pray and seek the Lord like never before. And ask the one who redeemed you to redeem your life for good. The Bible talks about vessels of honor and dishonor in the same great house. The vessel of honor is the one cleaned and ready, ready for use for the master. But the vessel of dishonor is the one who's been dirtied and sullied by the world. They're backslidden. And the Bible says, let yourself be cleaned with the water of the word, seeking the Lord, aligning yourself with him so that he can use you in these days. Again, Lord willing, we'll finish this book of Ruth on Christmas Eve day, and I think that's appropriate, as we'll see. But until then, let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for the truth of your word, Lord, and help it to change us from the inside out. Lord, help this, not just this book, but every book of the Bible, help it, Lord, to carve deep into our hearts and our minds. We know it's able to separate between our bad intentions and your perfect will. And so, God, do what you must do, perform the surgery in each one of us, Lord, that we may be vessels of honor, that we may seek you, that we may find you, Lord, that we may be like Abraham and continue to intercede for those loved ones, Lord, but that we'll also be faithful like Boaz and go through and do everything we're supposed to do. Father, help us to be those you can use and you can trust to use in your community and beyond. Lord, we praise you and we honor you in Jesus' mighty name. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in southeast Nampa, 
and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.